I'm Joe Graydon. And I'm Terry Graydon. Welcome to this podcast of The People's Pharmacy. You can find previous podcasts and more information on a range of health topics at peoplespharmacy.com. Are you paying too much for your medicines? Everybody complains about the drug prices, but what can you do about them? This is The People's Pharmacy with Terry and Joe Graydon. Lisa Gill is an investigative health journalist for Consumer Reports. She's been providing practical money-saving tips for years. She offers ways to save on prescription drugs. Have you ever experienced sticker shock in the pharmacy? Prices can be daunting, but there are now so many strategies to save money that it can be confusing. Today, we take your questions about online pharmacies, good RX, insurance deductibles, and generic drug quality. Coming up on The People's Pharmacy, saving money on prescription medications. In The People's Pharmacy Health Headlines, eating an avocado every day can be a healthy habit. A randomized controlled trial recruited about a thousand people with big wastes who didn't usually eat avocados. Half the group ate an avocado daily for six months. The researchers provided the fruit along with instructions on how to peel and eat them. They told the other half of the volunteers to continue with their ordinary diet with no or few avocados. At the start of the study, each participant gave blood and underwent an MRI. In addition, the scientists weighed and measured these heavy people carefully. They checked in on the volunteers each month. At the end of the six-month study, avocado eaters had neither gained nor lost weight, even though they had consumed more calories. On the other hand, their total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol were slightly lower, whereas cholesterol levels in the control group hadn't changed. MRI images showed no changes in visceral fat in either group. As the researchers note, no single food can be seen as a panacea for a poor diet, but consuming avocados had modest benefits. Prunes have been advertised as the funny fruit, but new research suggests that prunes might have an unexpected health benefit. Researchers writing in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition described their prune study in postmenopausal women. This year-long study randomized 235 women to one of three groups. Controls were discouraged from eating prunes. Another group was assigned to eat 50 grams of prunes daily. That amounts to four to six prunes. The high-dose group consumed 100 grams of prunes daily. That was equal to 10 to 12 prunes. The 50-gram dose of prunes increased bone mineral density within six months. To the researchers' disappointment, the 100-gram dose of prunes led to a higher-than-expected dropout rate. As a result, the scientists could not compare the effectiveness of the high-dose prune regimen to controls or the 50-gram dose. The authors conclude, quote, The results of this investigation provide compelling evidence of the long-term efficacy of daily prune consumption. Given the high compliance and retention at the 50-gram dose over 12 months, 
A moderate dosage of daily prune consumption represents a valuable non-pharmacological treatment strategy that can be used to preserve bone mass at the hip in postmenopausal females and possibly reduce the risk of hip fracture, which is the primary goal for treatment of low bone mineral density. If you've ever been bothered with constipation, you've almost certainly been told to get more fiber. A systematic review and meta-analysis evaluated the efficacy of added fiber for adults with chronic constipation. The researchers found 16 studies, including 1,251 volunteers. Overall, two-thirds of those who consumed fiber had relief from their constipation with greater stool frequency and better consistency. Two-fifths of those in the placebo group reported improvement. The scientists found that certain fibers worked especially well. Psyllium was quite effective at doses of at least 10 grams a day. In fact, psyllium increased the number of bowel movements as much as laxatives did, by about three per week. Pectin also relieved constipation. The best results were achieved in studies that lasted at least four weeks. The downside, unsurprisingly, was an increase in flatulence among volunteers consuming fiber. Researchers have long suspected that hard water has health benefits. Such water is high in minerals such as calcium and magnesium. One systematic review and meta-analysis from 2008 reported that water high in magnesium was linked to a lower incidence of cardiovascular death. A new study from Sweden reports on the Swedish mammography cohort. The scientists tracked 26,733 women over 16 years. They found that those whose drinking water was high in magnesium and calcium were less likely to experience a stroke. The authors attribute the benefit primarily to magnesium, which has anti-inflammatory and anti-arrhythmic activity. This mineral also helps blood vessels relax. It was helpful against both bleeding and clotting strokes. And that's the health news from the People's Pharmacy this week. Welcome to the People's Pharmacy. I'm Terry Graydon. I'm a medical anthropologist. And I'm Joe Graydon. I'm a pharmacologist. We're talking about the crazy world of prescription drug prices today on the People's Pharmacy. The medicines you see advertised so frequently on TV are usually very expensive. We're discussing ways to save money on prescription medications. Have you ever been faced with sticker shock in the pharmacy? We'd like to hear your story. Our lines are open at 888-472-3366. You can also email us. We're peoples, I'm sorry, we're radio at peoplespharmacy.com. Before we take your calls, though, we turn to Lisa Gill. She's a health and medicine investigative reporter at Consumer Reports. Her article on five ways to save on prescription drugs was published in the May issue. Welcome back to the People's Pharmacy, Lisa Gill. Thanks so much for having me back today. Lisa, we've been talking about prescription drug prices with you for years and years, and they still keep going up. Uh, we really appreciated your recent article in Consumer Reports about you know how, how to save money. 
But first, the confusion factor is a bit overwhelming because there are now online pharmacies like Amazon, Genius RX. There's mail order. There are the good RX coupons, and I think there are some other companies that are p- supplying coupons. And of course, there are the big box pharmacies, the Walmarts and the Costcos. So, A, it's so confusing. And number two, B, how to get a handle on the best ways because people are being hurt literally and figuratively with those high prices. You know, Joe, you are 100% correct. There are a lot of options and prices keep going up. And, you know, the ba- that's the bad news. Prices keep going up. Uh, the good news is there are a lot of options, uh, many more than really there ever have been for consumers in terms of different kinds of programs, different kinds of retailers, different ways to save. Uh, the downside a little bit, though, is it's a little confusing to sort through all the options and it takes time um, and patience. And so we try to cut through the noise and clutter with our most recent report. And actually, I think we found some good options and some that are new and worthy definitely of, of letting your listeners know. Well, maybe we can start with talking about buying our prescription drugs online. Tell us what you've learned about that. Right. So, you know, it's you've always been able to fill a prescription, say, at Walmart.com or CVS.com or Costco.com, for that matter. In our previous price comparisons, our secret shopper comparisons, where we take five very common generic prescription drugs and price them out at different retailers, uh, we had two that always did really, really well. And that was HealthWarehouse.com and Costco. And Costco's regular walk-in pharmacies and their online pharmacy are really close in price, if not identical. And so we wanted to compare how those two did against really brand new online only pharmacies uh, that were advertising rock bottom prices for particularly generic drugs. And so we did a cost comparison against, I mean, we had to start with Mark Cuban's cost plus drugs because it was so much in the press about how Mark Cuban wanted to just bust up all the prices uh, for generic drugs. And he, he did a pretty decent job. We also looked at Genius RX, Honeybee Health, Row Pharmacy and Scripco. And what we found is that there are some incredible deals out there if you take really common generic prescription pills. If your drug regimen gets a little more complicated than that, or you require, say, insulin or other drugs that need to be refrigerated, or maybe even complex cancer treatments, some of these services may not be the best for you, but they may still be worth looking into. What about coupons? We, we see commercials for GoodRx, and basically, I think people are confused about the coupon programs because it means that they have to give up on their insurance and on their Medicare and basically pay cash. But if they do that, they will save money. Right. So this is, this is a very tricky little algorithm to figure out, and everyone's insurance is different. Some people may face a deductible that they have to meet some dollar amount. You know, maybe it's 500, maybe it's a thousand dollars. It could be a lot more than that um, where they need to spend that amount of money before the benefit of their insurance kicks in. And for people who may, they feel they may not actually reach that during you know the course of a year, you might want to consider paying like fully out of pocket uh, particularly if you can get some, some of your medications for just, you know, pennies on the dollar 
if you take more medications in four or five, or you expect that you're going to need some pretty expensive medication over the course of a year, it's probably a good idea to stick inside, you know, continue using your insurance as much as possible. Eventually, when it kicks in, the deal will probably be pretty good. But you know, it takes time. And so you're, you are really spot on in the assessment that yes, there's many coupon programs. GoodRx is probably the top one um, in terms of particularly for, for generic drugs, but and for you know, any of these services, a lot of the services that we looked at don't actually accept insurance. Scripco, for example, or Roe Pharmacy, they don't, they don't accept insurance. Neither does Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drugs. So this is this is where it takes time to sit down with a you know a pencil and a pad and go through and figure out hey how much am I how much do I think I'm going to spend for the year in medications and believe me it's, it's I know it sounds kind of ridiculous because you can't really anticipate if you become ill or your health status changes uh, but it is worth at least attempting to do that so that you can make a better decision about where to fill your prescriptions. Well, certainly for people who are diagnosed with cancer and need to take a new cancer medication, those are very pricey, as the New England Journal of Medicine has just recently uh, written about. Well, that brings up the whole issue of patient assistance programs. Yes, right. Tell us what that means, how it works, the pros and the cons. So patient assistance programs are typically offered by brand, you know, large branded drug companies. Traditionally, those programs were for people who had limited income and were not insured at all. Uh, so it was they were fairly, you know, smaller scale programs, although they were very helpful. In the last five or six years, we have noticed these programs have expanded. So in some cases, you can have, you can have insurance. Typically, you know, it's commercial insurance, so it'll be like your insurance through an employer. And they've also raised the income limits. So believe it or not, if you take a really expensive medication, and it's particularly a branded drug, meaning there's no generic equivalent, and it doesn't have to be just for cancer. It could be for other all kinds of other conditions or diseases that you need treated. It is worth looking into, and, you know, it's... You do have to apply. Sometimes these applications can be a little onerous. You may have to submit tax forms for the last couple of years to prove your income, but the benefit can be enormous. And that the benefit is you know, typically free medication for an extended period of time. The downside for the programs, of course, is that they can always change and you might become ineligible over time. There also may be a quantity limit uh, throughout you know, a calendar year. Um, and again, you know, t- it does take time to actually fill the paperwork out and it can take time for you to actually, you know, once the paperwork is filled out and sent in to actually receive the medication. But my main message would be these programs, patient assistant programs offered by nearly every drug company have expanded who is eligible and it is worth looking into, even if you have insurance and you have a moderately decent income. Is there one place that people can go to learn more about the patient assistance programs? I, yes, there, there are actually a couple. Um, actually, believe it or not, GoodRx has links to these programs if you type in the drug name that you're looking for. So that's one place. The other place and our favorite that we've, we've covered for many years is NeedyMeds. Dot org. So it's needymeds.org. They are a fantastic nonprofit organization that compiles 
coupon information, patient assistant program information. They also compile information that's state-based. So sometimes certain conditions, let's say type 2 diabetes, sometimes states offer you know, their citizens uh, discounts to prescription medications or supplies or even grants. So they, they compile a much larger amount of information. They're a fantastic resource. I cannot recommend them highly enough. Lisa, oh, that's even better. You wrote in your Consumer Reports piece about something called copay coupons. We're not familiar with those. Can you explain briefly? Sure. So copay coupons are typically offered by drug companies, typically that are offering, you know, branded expensive drugs for sale for which there is often no generic equivalent. And what those are and you know, all the programs are different. So it's it's I'm going to describe this rather generally. The idea is that you have insurance typically through your employer, but it's typically commercial insurance. And they are going to help you cover your co-pays. And the reason that that matters, and it's really important for people who have maybe a high deductible associated with their drug plan. So those first couple of co-pays could be hundreds of dollars, maybe even thousands of dollars. And the drug companies are attempting to ease, you know, lower the threshold for which a consumer can purchase their expensive medication. Now, there have always, there's been a lot of industry pushback. Uh, there's always been a war between drug companies and insurance companies about these copay coupons. But from a consumer standpoint, they can be a very good option if you've got a deductible and you can't pay it. <laughs> We've interviewed, I've interviewed dozens of people where that was the case. Uh, they needed very specific uh, very expensive medication to treat their condition so that they could go to work, for example, um, and, and did not want to pay $800 or $1,000 out of pocket for a couple of months in order for them to meet a deductible. So they used a copay coupon to offset that for a couple of months until they their insurance would cover the total cost. And, you know, again, you can actually find links to copay programs both at GoodRx, if you type in the drug name, and at needymeds.org. Lisa, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk about negotiating prices with your pharmacist. You're listening to Lisa Gill. She's a health and medicine investigative reporter at Consumer Reports. Her article on five ways to save on prescription drugs was published in the May issue. After the break, we're going to learn about negotiating prices with your pharmacist. Lisa Gill offers her top tips on ways people can save on medicines they need. Tell us about your experience. Our lines are open at 888-472-3366. If the lines are full, send us an email, radio at peoplespharmacy.com. That number again, 888-472-3366. You're listening to The People's Pharmacy with Joe and Terry Graydon. This podcast is made possible in part by Gaia Herbs. For more than 30 years, Gaia Herbs has nurtured the connection between people and plants to deliver nature's vitality. Their full-spectrum formulas are designed to provide an herb's complete array of beneficial compounds with nothing artificial to get in the way. Learn more at GaiaHerbs.com. That's G-A-I-A Herbs.com.
Welcome back to The People's Pharmacy. I'm Terry Graydon. And I'm Joe Graydon. The People's Pharmacy is brought to you in part by Cocovia, maker of high-potency cocoflavanol supplements that support cognitive and cardiovascular health. <laughs> Excuse me. More information at cocovia.com. And by Gaia Herbs, providing transparency through its Meet Your Herbs platform, tracing the origin and DNA of each product. More information at GAIAherbs.com. We're talking about the confusing world of prescription drug pricing. Have you gone to pick up a prescription at the pharmacy only to find that you couldn't afford it? We'd love to hear your story. Our lines are open at 888-472-3366. You can send us an email. It's radio at peoplespharmacy.com. That phone number again to join the conversation, 888-472-3366. Our guest is Lisa Gill. She's a health and medicine investigative reporter at Consumer Reports. Her article on Five Ways to Save on Prescription Drugs was published in the May issue. Lisa, I promised we would ask you about negotiating prices with your pharmacist. And I know this is something we've talked about in the past, but I think a lot of our listeners are not familiar with this idea. Uh, they they know that you can negotiate with the car dealer, maybe even with the, the furniture folks, maybe even some other retail outlets, but a pharmacist? Tell us about this process and how it could save people money. I know it sounds bonkers. And I would say, based on the number of interviews we've had with independent pharmacy owners and the Independent Pharmacy Owner Association, the National Community Pharmacists Association, you can ask for a lower price on your medication with your neighborhood pharmacy, your mom and pop pharmacy, your independent local pharmacy. And there's a very specific reason for that. And, that, and that's, and I should say this, it's really true for when you're going to pay for that prescription drug entirely out of pocket and you're not going to use your insurance. And that's when a pharmacist who owns their own pharmacy is in a better position to negotiate with you. Otherwise, those prices have all been pre-negotiated with insurance companies and pharmacy benefit managers. And the reason that we bring this up always as a tip is because, you know, if you head over to a big box store like a Walmart or a Costco nothing against any of these stores, you know, a CVS at Target, they are not going to be in a position to, to negotiate because those, those prices are locked in just like anything else you would purchase at one of those stores. But at an independent pharmacy, the prices are, a, there's a lot more leeway because it's just the independent pharmacy owner. And it's really up to them what they want to price a drug for. Also, independent pharmacy owners have, have are, are quite, incentivized to try to keep you as a customer. So if there's just a single drug that you, you know, you found a better deal at Costco, they're much more willing to try to match or beat that price so that you'll fill the rest of your prescriptions there and buy other household necessities. Lisa, we're going to recommend that our listeners check out your articles in Consumer Reports. But before we say goodbye, can you please summarize for us the top ways that people should be looking at to save money on their medicines? Absolutely. 
the, the biggest, most obvious thing to look at is, does my insurance cover this medication already at, a, at my local pharmacy that I can walk in and that where I already have a relationship? And if the answer is, well, no, it doesn't cover it or it doesn't cover it well, or maybe not even at all, then you start looking at, well, I'm, do I need to pay out of pocket for my medication? Or am I simply just overwhelmed with medication costs? And here's where things get interesting. You can, depending on the medication you take, start looking at things like using a good RX coupon. You can even look at using a retailer discount program, say at Walmart or Walgreens. Sometimes insurance companies, this as strange as this sounds, offer their own discount generic drug programs where you pay cash that they've with rates they've already negotiated. I know it sounds strange, but it is an option. It's a new option. If you take a pricey branded prescription drug, go to the manufacturer's website or needymeds.com or even GoodRx and start looking for copay programs if you have insurance or even patient assistant programs if it's really, really expensive. And then finally, ask your local independent pharmacy owner if they will offer you a discount or anything off uh, to help really ease the pain on your pocketbook. And then the next step is if you really want to start to really try to save money, there are some options at places like Row Pharmacy, Scripco.com, GeniusRx, Honeybee Health, even Mark Cuban's website at Cost Plus Drugs, where you might find some excellent deals on very common prescription drugs. Lisa Gill, thank you so much for talking with us on The People's Pharmacy today. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Lisa Gill. She's a health and medicine investigative reporter at Consumer Reports. Her article on five ways to save on prescription drugs was published in the May issue, and we've put a link to it from our website, peoplespharmacy.com. It's story time on the People's Pharmacy, and we invite you to join the conversation. What have you done to try to save money on your prescription medications? Have you ever been confused about drug prices or rebates, coupons, or mail order? Our lines are open at 888-472-3366. You can send us an email, radio at peoplespharmacy.com. You can also reach us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at People's Pharmacy. That number is 888-472-3366. And if you prefer email, we'd be happy to take your message, radio at peoplespharmacy.com. Joe, we're talking with Michael in Sarasota, Florida. Welcome to the People's Pharmacy, Michael. What's your story? Thank you. My story is brief but terrifying for me. I was given a prescription uh, for restasis for dry eyes, Mm -hmm. and I tried to fill it. Uh, I believe that I was able to get a discount because restasis is already out of patent. I went to a Walmart pharmacy, which I always find to be reasonable, and uh, they must have thought that $500 a month for three months would be reasonable. And, of course, it shocked me, and I'm unable to pay anything like that. And uh, my problem is that the doctors don't seem to know that there are generics for their drugs, 
Well, States is, is the one that has a class action suit against it. In fact, it's being paid off right now, and I still have time to join it for a few dollars back. But uh, doctors don't know that there are generics for all these drugs because perhaps they don't have the time to look on Google. Uh, for instance, Lestasis has maybe 10 or 12 generics, and a couple of them are even rated better than Lestasis. They do the job faster. And um, anyhow, that's my story. Michael, thank you so much for sharing with us. You know, Terry, I think that Michael is making a really important point, and that is that doctors often don't know what the cost of the medicines that they're prescribing will be, whether it's a brand or whether it's a generic, if there's a generic available. And so they may tend to write for the brand because that's what they're familiar with. Well, how could they know what the cost is going to be? There are so many different insurance companies. There are so many different plans that they would have to dig into the specifics of your particular formulary if they wanted to know anything close to what it's going to cost you. Exactly right. And that is... But, I mean, can you imagine... Overwhelming. ...going into the pharmacy for something for your dry eyes, and the pharmacist says, and that'll be $500, please, and your insurance won't cover it. I mean, that is sticker shock. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, Terry, we have an email from Judy. Judy says, I now order one medicine from Canada since my insurance company no longer will cover it. The medicines that they suggest as a substitute are not at all the same, and there is no generic for this medication. By ordering it from Canada, I pay less than I was paying when insurance covered some of it and there was a coupon. One of the other drugs I take is very expensive. The pharmacist told me that Website to go in order to get a coupon, so, you know, like GoodRx, my share of a 90-day supply went from, get this, $500 to $30. Now I know to look for coupons with expensive drugs. Now that works primarily for generic drugs rather than for brand name. Do we have another email, Terry? We sure we sure do. Uh, we have an email from Jim in Winchester, Virginia, and he wants to know if Canadian pharmacies are really legit. He says at PharmacyChecker.com, and we do recommend that people check out PharmacyChecker.com, they show the countries from which the pharmacies dispense. Countries like Canada or the UK, that sounds fine, but they may include developing economies like Turkey, Mauritius, or India. Is it safe to order from these pharmacies since you might get your prescription dispensed from Turkey or India? Can we be assured that we're not receiving counterfeit drugs? Such a great question, Jim. That is a a great question. Thank you, Jim. Uh, You know, the real issue is these are brand name drugs. So they are coming in the brand name packaging. Now, that's not to say that someone couldn't counterfeit them, but it's my understanding that PharmacyChecker.com is actually verifying with the Canadian pharmacy which pharmacies abroad, and that could be in New Zealand, it could be in Australia, it could be in Vanuatu, it could be in India, are legit. And remember, these are not generic drugs. These are primarily brand name drugs. So if something is like really expensive, we're talking, you know, $800, $1,000, $1,200 a month, 
you can oftentimes – in the U.S., you can often get them far less expensively from a Canadian pharmacy. And some of those Canadian pharmacies ship directly from Canada. So you're getting you know, a legit Canadian pharmacy um, through the PharmacyChecker.com program. We're going to talk to Tom in St. Clairsville. Tom, tell us your story, please. Hi, Tom. We need to drag Tom. I did drag Tom. I don't see him. There he goes. Oh, he's not dragging. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> is he there? Okay. He is, but he's not talking. Oh, we're not so, hearing you, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Uh, we'll try somebody else and come back to you in a sec. Oh, okay. Well, while... <laughs> here we are. We'll talk to Rick in Tampa, Florida. Hi, Rick. Hi, good morning. Nice Hi, to talk to you. Oh. Hello, Terry and Joe. Sorry about that. That's all right. Thanks um, for calling. I just, wanted, I just wanted to have you guys comment briefly on the nature of generic drugs in the manufacturing facilities in India and China, the lack of FDA oversight. You had a wonderful guest on one of your shows quite a while ago who would written quite an extensive book, which I have on that topic, and it rather shocked me. So I guess we, the listeners need to understand that all generic drugs sometimes can offer a very nice alternative. It doesn't mean they're always as effective uh, or as uh, qualitatively good as brand name. Could you guys comment on that just briefly, please? We sure could, Rick. I think you're referring to Catherine Eban and her book, Bottle of Lies. Absolutely. And Rick, we really appreciate the call. I mean, first of all, COVID has thrown a monkey wrench into the FDA's program for inspection. Uh, In other words, as a result of the COVID uh, pandemic, they are not sending inspectors to a lot of countries like India and like China. And so without FDA inspection, that really worries me because there were problems before the pandemic with quality, with fraud, with all kinds of mischief. Now, without oversight – we are kind of at the mercy of the generic manufacturers. And, you know, the FDA doesn't test many, if any, of those drugs that are being shipped into this country. So you, you're, sort of, you're sort of at the mercy of those generic manufacturers and your insurance companies. Because remember, your insurance company is likely to say, well, you have to get the generic. You can't have the brand name. And uh, we, you know, if the FDA approves them, then they're fine and dandy. Well, they're not always fine and dandy. And so as a result, in some cases, people may need to go to the brand and may need to check with something like Pharmacy Checker and Canada or some other country to make sure that they're getting the brand name quality that they're used to. But, uh, yeah, the bottom line is that the generic drug marketplace is confusing, Terry. You know, the whole drug marketplace is confusing. The reason why it's such a mess is that it's very confusing and it's that way on purpose so that we won't know how to get the best uh, deals. We have an email, Joe, uh, from Elizabeth who says, what about Medicare Part D and the donut hole? My husband exhausted his coupon availability and we make just a little bit over the income threshold. He just paid more than $700 for Ozempic out of pocket, any suggestions? Of course, if you get to the other side of the donut hole, Medicare 
Part D does pick up a lot of your drug cost. But getting through that donut hole can really be horrible. Yes. Would you explain the well, donut hole, please? Well, I wish I could. I mean, the donut hole was supposed to go away. I think it's going to go away at some time. I hope it in goes away in the future. <laughs> but for the time being, what Medicare Part D, which is the part that pays for your prescription drugs, does is it, it pays something at the start of the year. And then when you hit that donut hole... It doesn't pay anything for a a good bit. And then after you've paid a very significant deductible, it picks up again and pays a lot more of your medicines. You know, Otsempic is one of those um, prescription drugs that's been advertised on television with a very catchy um, phrase. I I don't know what the song is that they use, but it's hard to get it out of your head. Shall we go to the phones? Audrey in Fort Myers, Florida, wants to tell us her story. Hi, Audrey. Audrey, we just have a minute before the break. Can you make it short, please? Okay, hi. Um, yes, I've used GoodRx. I've used GoodRx Gold. And you have to, GoodRx Gold, you pay a premium for. Mm-hmm. And I found that even with that um, GoodRx Gold, you still have to check the other ones. I've checked InsideRx. Sometimes other ones are cheaper. So I canceled by GoodRx Gold. Um, I've used Canadian drugs, and I found that to be quite a bit cheaper. But um, I have United Healthcare, and Optima RX is very good. I have zero copays on that. But you, you just have to keep on checking. You know, isn't it's, it a shame yeah. that you have to go through all of these um, convolutions, all of these hoops? But it sounds like Audrey is a really dedicated, careful shopper, and you have to do that if you really want to be able to afford your medication sometimes. You know, I find it fascinating that people will drive around in order to save 15 cents on a gallon of gasoline. Uh, Right. Because, you know, it's expensive these days to fill your tank. Really, really expensive. But when it comes to prescription medicines, we're not talking about, you know, five or ten bucks. We're talking about 50 bucks, 100 bucks, in some cases, $500. It it can be unbelievable. Well, we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to hear more about your stories regarding saving money on prescription medications. Our lines are open for you, 888-472-3366. Our email is radio at peoplespharmacy.com. Again, that number, 888-472-3366. You're listening to The People's Pharmacy with Joe and Terry Graydon. This podcast is made possible in part by Cocovia, maker of high-potency cocoflavanol supplements. Cocoflavanols are among the most well-studied plant-based nutrients, backed by 20 years of scientific research. Cocovia Cardio Health is available in capsules or powder, providing 500 milligrams of cocoflavanols daily. This supports better blood flow and vascular performance. Cocovia also offers Memory Plus, a supplement with 750 milligrams of cocoflavanols. This product is backed by four different clinical studies, demonstrating significant improvement in several aspects of memory. Cocovia flavanols offer you all the benefits of chocolate without the sugar. 
Get 15% off your order by using the discount code PEOPLES15. That discount code, PEOPLES15. More information at cocovia.com. Welcome back to The People's Pharmacy. I'm Joe Graydon. And I'm Terry Graydon. The People's Pharmacy is brought to you in part by Cocovia, offering plant-based nutrients in the form of cocoflavanols for brain and heart health. Online at cocovia.com. And by Gaia Herbs. Their formulas are designed to provide an herb's complete array of beneficial compounds with nothing artificial. More information at Gaia. G-A-I-A herbs.com. Today, our topic is saving money on prescription medications. What lengths have you had to go to for affordable prescription medications? Have you ever traveled to another country? Where did you go? How did it work out? You can call 888-472-3366. If our lines are full, you can send us an email. It's radio at peoplespharmacy.com. We can also be reached through Twitter or Facebook. We're at People's Pharmacy. That number again, 888-472-3366. Email radio at peoplespharmacy.com. Let's go to the phones and talk to Paul in Friendsville, Maryland. Welcome to the People's Pharmacy, Paul. Hello, Joe and Terry. Um, I just wanted to urge people to be sure that if they've been denied coverage for a very expensive drug by their insurance company, to ask your doctor to appeal that decision. I didn't even know about it. I think very few people realize that this is often uh, an available option. And in my case, it was very successful. It was a, a completely unaffordable glaucoma medication, $350 a month. And I believe I pay now like $3 a month. Wow. That's phenomenal. And, you know, you've brought up a really important question, and that is, you know, what do you do when you go to the pharmacy and it's sticker shock and they say 350 or 800 or $5,000 and you go, well, I can't afford that medicine, whether it's glaucoma or whether it's cancer. The reality is that your doctor can negotiate sometimes with the insurance company if they say, no, no, we're not going to cover that new medicine or, or, or we're not going to cover that cancer drug because it, it, it hasn't been FDA approved for your particular cancer. And the drug costs you know tens of thousands of dollars. Physicians can negotiate. Unfortunately, it takes a lot of time. They have to arm wrestle the drug company. I have a dear friend who's a cardiologist. He's in Cleveland. He's been associated with the Cleveland Clinic. And he says he spends hours a day trying to get people, for example, the brand name for metoprolol because he's found that some of the metoprolol beta blockers that he prescribes – don't work as well as the brand name or the authorized generic. So the bottom line is that doctors do have to negotiate, and unfortunately, they don't get reimbursed for that time. So it's it's a, your point is so very important. Always ask your doctor if they can negotiate with the insurance company. Joe, we've got an email question uh, or comment, I guess. Uh, Bill from Raleigh says, 
Thanks for addressing the drug cost topic today. I've always wondered how patient assistance programs are subsidized. Many people routinely pay zero to maybe $5 per month with medications that would otherwise cost $3,000 a month. Who is picking up the difference and, importantly, why? Okay, so now you get to Why? you get to step up on your soapbox, Joey. Uh, again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, a big brand name company is fina- financially capable of assisting people with low incomes who meet their financial requirements, and you know, once they've got you, let's say they've they've tantalized you with this wonderful new psoriasis medicine or a new drug for rheumatoid arthritis, um, and you take it at an affordable price for maybe six months or a year or a year and a half, and then they say, well, that's it. <laughs> we, 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 we ran out of funds for your particular patient assistance program. Now what is the patient going to do? Yeah, good question. And so I think that the the big brand name companies are trying to get you to, you know, arm wrestle your insurance company to pay for it. Um, It's a complicated process. But the big the big brand name companies are certainly helping people and they're not necessarily destitute. They they may actually have income. And um, I I suspect they want to get you taking their drug. I suspect you are right. I think that is the incentive. Well, Terry, we've been watching those Rinvoke commercials on television. Oh, here comes the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're for uh, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic Which, uh, arthritis. They're for ulcerative colitis, eczema, right? Uh, atopic dermatitis, and we checked. It's like five thousand bucks a month. Oh no, it's only five thousand dollars a month if you're using a coupon. Oh, what's the brand? What's the, uh, the 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 sticker price is closer to nine thousand or ten thousand dollars a month, and so, those commercials are very pricey. pricey. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to hire a helicopter, uh, yes, very pricey. Uh, let me see if I can if I can um, figure make out make that go away. Okay, we've got this get, fancy new phone system. <laughs> get, get this one to. Work so we can talk to Dick in Bryan, Texas. Dick, hi. How are you? I'm doing well. I I'm uh, uh, 90 years old, and I'm calling to uh, suggest a little more, I guess, uh, emphasis on the availability of Part D of Medicare. I I have uh, my uh, annual uh, statement from uh, Express Scripts, where I get my medications from, and uh, my total drug cost for the year is $5,700 plus uh, some more. I have paid $3.90, I mean $391, and, and I, uh, I, I just wonder how many Retired people on Medicare are actually taking part in this Part D program. 
I think a lot of people are because you get penalized um, financially if you don't sign up for uh, um, Part D program when you're eligible for Medicare. So probably most people are, in fact, uh, taking part in it. And as people become eligible for Medicare, as they as they approach 65 or as they get ready to retire, they really do need to check it out. And another thing we've learned, Joe, is you actually, and we're a little bit lazy about this, you really do need to check every single year what the best Part D program is for you because your program can stop covering your drugs. Terry, we have an email from D. D says, I buy three brand name prescriptions from Canada for less than my copay. Since I have no thyroid gland, I'm being switched to the cheapest generic at my pharmacy's whim and not fighting my insurance to keep Synthroid as my brand name constant. $55 from Canada and my copay is $117. Singular is another one. My pharmacy charge changes source of generic within two weeks. My serious allergy eyes were back. Eyelids split. Woke up blood and tears along one side of my face. So brand name is $108 from Canada. My copay, if I were to buy it here in the United States, is $300. So bottom line, she's saving money by shopping buying from in Canada. Canada. And again, pharmacychecker.com is the way to find out the prices. Uh, and Joe, we were unable to take a call from Virgil in Oklahoma. We tried, but his, his uh, call dropped. But he wanted to tell us that he shops his local pharmacy because they help him by finding good deals. And that really does bring up the, the fact that if you've got a mom-and-pop pharmacy, first of all, you can negotiate with them, and second of all, they can help you uh, look out for your interests and, there. And here's what um, Welbutrin, Welbutrin XL300 would cost in the United States for a month, $2,300 for that brand-name antidepressant from Canada the same brand name Wellbutrin XL three hundred eighty five dollars for three months. It makes sense to really take advantage of that uh, possibility. And Joe, we by have, the way, I must say it's illegal. Yes, we do need to say it is illegal. You probably won't um, find a policeman on your doorstep. But it is illegal. It's unlikely that uh, the Food and Drug Administration or Customs will, will come after a grandmother who's, you know, 68 years of age and buying her blood pressure medicine from Canada. But it is illegal. Yeah. We, thanks. And it looks to me like a, we may have an interesting call here. Kathy in Sarasota, Florida, please tell us your story. Okay. Uh, this is Kathy. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. we can. Okay. Well, uh, I was getting upset because every time I went to Planned Parenthood to get the birth control pill, it was $90. So I flew to Jamaica. I got two years' worth without a prescription, and it was $2 a pack. So I paid for my resort and the plane ticket. And the thing is, when I looked at the package, it's bare. It's the same exact birth control pill that I got in the States for $90. So therefore, I'm railing. Trump was trying to get the... Uh 
fix up, but this whole government has to work. Biden isn't doing anything about this. With the things like birth control pills, especially now with this abortion issue, they should have all those free birth control pills for everybody. The other thing I called about was F. Clusa and Harvoni. When I checked it out, because, by the way, all baby boomers might have uh, hepatitis C. And let me tell you how you got it. Some of you were doing cocaine, the straws in the nostrils, the blood exchange there, and you have hepatitis C. You better go check because there's no symptoms. I'm an athlete, and I didn't have any symptoms. But I just went on a whim because uh, uh, the comedian on TV here, uh, you know, Tommy and, uh, you know, the, the comedian co uh, brothers that were on. Anyway, they were on TV. He was on TV, and he told us, check for hepatitis C. So I went into a clinic, and I'll be darned, I had it. So I was freaking out about the $90,000. But a wonderful person in infectious diseases in Bradenton got it to me for free. And I don't know how, but I thank him forever. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank, <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> thank, thank you. Kathy, thank you so much for sharing those stories. I mean, the hepatitis C drugs are incredibly Very expensive. expensive. Yes, $90,000 doesn't shock me. I mean, it should shock me. Yes. But um, But the idea of going to Jamaica, that's... That's that's intriguing. That's intriguing for two dollars for two years worth of, of birth yeah. control pills, um, and I think the idea that people may need to travel to other countries on for really expensive medications. Yeah. You should not have to. You should not. You have should to. not have because, to. That's not the way the world well, should you know, work. The American marketplace. We pay more for our prescription drugs by far than any other advanced country in the world, and that's not fair. And, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of our senators and congressmen are taking a lot of money from the pharmaceutical industry, yes. and uh, they don't seem terribly excited about trying to figure out ways to help us all save money. Uh, you're so right about that. We do have an email from Lance in Greensboro, North Carolina, who says, uh, for prescriptions covered by my insurance, he's talking about avoiding the donut hall. For prescriptions covered by my insurance, I use a mail-order pharmacy and get three-month supplies. The co-pays are lower. Sometimes it's even $0 for generics. It's a good way to save money for ongoing prescriptions. And for the donut hole, he says, I have a Medicare Advantage plan. I pay a copay in the first tier, 25%, a lot less than 100%, even in the donut hole. So you do need to shop around when you're looking for your Medicare plan. And let's see if we can talk to John in Dallas. John, welcome to the People's Pharmacy. Tell us about what? Hello. Um, I was making use of GoodRx Gold, uh -huh. which charged a monthly fee, and it was $5.99. And all of a sudden, um, my prescriptions were not covered because I had not paid um, $9.99, which was a surprise to me. And on the uh, margins of my med medical costs for per drugs, uh, I, 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 would, I would have to price out the meds I take because I, 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 I cut them in half. And I, I would have to 
price it out, and I'm curious about alternatives and wondering if uh, um, price checker is a good alternative. Well, I, I, it depends. I, it depends. I, I would certainly also go to pharmacychecker.com, see what things are in Canada. I would also encourage you to do what Lisa Gill is recommending. She had, you know, five tips that she was writing about, and you'll find a link to her article in Consumer Reports. Uh, I would also add a couple of other things because we're almost out of time. For example, lifestyle. I mean, people spend a lot of money on medicines if they exercise, lose weight, learn how to relax, good it, diet. It can help for it, it, it things can. like blood pressure and cholesterol. It can. You know, look for OTCs. For example, if you know, why take a prescription drug if you can take an OTC? Um, check out authorized generics. Ask your pharmacist to get an authorized generic to be sure that that's you know, the quality that you deserve. And sometimes just buying in quantity, like 90 pills instead of 30 pills, three months worth, mm -hmm. or in Kathy's case, two years worth. Right. And John mentioned that sometimes he splits pills. That sometimes can make a difference too, because occasionally the the cost is the same for a higher dose. Not every drug can be split. For example, I think those Rinvoke pills say do not split. Do not split. Always check with your pharmacist. Well, Terry, that's all the time we have. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and calling in your stories. Thanks to our guest today, Lisa Gill, health and medicine investigative reporter at Consumer Reports. Her article on five ways to save on prescription drugs was published in the May issue. We've put a link to it on our website at peoplespharmacy.com. Lynn Siegel produced today's show. Pamela Alberta and Ayasi Chinflu provided technical assistance. Al Wadorski engineered. Dave Graydon edits our interviews. The People's Pharmacy theme music is by B.J. Lederman. The People's Pharmacy is a co-production of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC, with The People's Pharmacy. The People's Pharmacy is brought to you in part by Cocovia, maker of high-potency cocoflavanol supplements to support cognitive and cardiovascular health. More information at Cocovia.com. And by Gaia Herbs, providing transparency through its Meet Your Herbs platform. Tracing the origin and DNA of each product. More information at Gaia, that's G-A-I-A, herbs.com. Today's show is number 1,308. You can find it online at peoplespharmacy.com. You could subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcast provider, or you can find it on our website. We post it on Monday morning. If you go to peoplespharmacy.com, you can sign up for our free online newsletter. If you want to learn about drug alerts, this is an easy way to stay on top of the breaking health news. We also try to keep you up to date on COVID. Our free e-guide to saving money on medicine can be found under the Health e-guides tab at peoplespharmacy.com. In Durham, North Carolina, I'm Joe Graydon. And I'm Terry Graydon. Thank you so much for listening. And please do join us again next week. Thank you for listening to the People's Pharmacy Podcast. 
It's an honor and a pleasure to bring you our award-winning program week in and week out. But producing and distributing this show as a free podcast takes time and costs money. If you like what we do and you'd like to help us continue to produce high-quality, independent healthcare journalism, please consider chipping in. All you have to do is go to peoplespharmacy.com slash donate. Whether it's just one time or a monthly donation, you can be part of the team that makes this show possible. Thank you for your continued loyalty and support. We couldn't make our show without you.